we're not overly entertaining enough to be stop being an asshole top what i said hey nick stop being an asshole oh i'm gonna need three more promotions yeah <laughs> think you might be the god. you're so smart you must have been in world war one yeah <laughs> god that's so you might be like the, one line is that movie. the least intimidating uh security guard i've, I've ever came across all right all right <laughs> just all rank us one to three but One, you just three, have three. to you just have to walk at a brisk pace and Nick will twist his knee, so I mean if you walk at a brisk pace in my building, I just assume you can walk. Welcome everyone to this new episode of Drunken Jurors. Uh, we have Andy back with us because we're finally hitting part two after our putting out a random episode last <laughs> last segment because it's, we couldn't all get together to fucking record. It's all Nick's fault. I, I agree. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Wild, but all right. The accusations already being thrown around. But yeah, we're going to cover uh, Larry Nasser. We're going to actually cover Larry Nasser in this one and his victims and then his trial. Because what are we, we going to cover him we with? Just, uh, hopefully dirt and a lot of it. I was hoping petroleum jelly. That's R. Gross. Maybe maybe a thin layer of feathers. Wild. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> You're not on the script. Hold on, you guys got a script. <laughs> you guys are getting paid. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. <laughs> Because first episode, we just shit on USA Gymnastics and how fucking horrible it was the entire time. And we're going to continue to do that today because it never goes away through this entire <sighs> story of Larry Nasser. But yeah, I'm I'm Jeff. I'm Adam. I'm Nick. And of course, Andy, plug away. Hello, I'm back. Please try to make it under 10 minutes this time. Yeah. I had to cut out so much of the last one. Fuck you. I'm going to go for 11 minutes this time. So, yeah, I'm oh back. Be prepared for it all to be cut out. I'm just going to delete your audio track. Everybody knows who I am at this point, or you should. Um, woke up this morning at 9, questioning why I got up so early. Um, I would like to point out to everyone that Andy is the one that came up with this time. I did come up with this time. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you. No, I'm happy to be here. Host of the brew party. Everybody knows me at this point. We're back. Football season just had Maloney's money line last uh, last night. Our first round of NFL picks are out. We have NFL prop bets for the whole season. My buddy Ryan Maloney is back. Our degenerate gambling is on. Find the brew party wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio. Uh, we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash the brew party. We are on Facebook at the brew party podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at the brew party. If you like laughing, having a good time, drinking, not taking yourself too seriously, while also talking about sports and other fun stuff, the brew party is for you. Uh, so yeah, there, there you go, Jeff. Yay. <laughs> also, I'm going to have to fill up time. Drunken jurors. You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning, boys. Oh, fucking, that, that's that's why we truth. started. But um, yeah, you think you're going to win this week? No. You think you're going to win the bets? No? Okay. <laughs> How much are you going to be out if you don't win? Uh, uh, like, oh, I got my dick kicked in last night, actually. Like, it was so bad. I didn't win a bet yesterday. That was really, that was really bad. <laughs> uh, so we're looking for a rebound. Uh, you're going to have to find a new place to to live after this week if you no okay uh can't <laughs> no. can pay the bills i'll just his, i'll just be yeah his, his kid's gonna have to start working yeah, and, and next time we record with andy he's gonna be recording with 
fucking pair of Apple headphones. Would be in like a box on the side of the road. Just <laughs> <laughs> your cars whizzing by the whole time. Stealing, stealing electricity from the local strip mall. All right. Well, I am drinking uh, this Windsor Canadian whiskey, and I have some Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, and I just finished my coffee. So, was it Irish? Of course. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I am drinking Bush Light because uh, it is all I had in my fridge, and that's early. really. I mean, honestly. As long as you just have beer in your fridge, I think we're good. Well, I have some Michelob Ultra in there, too, but uh, I'm going with the lattes to start the day. Got to keep a low calorie count out mm-hmm. here. <laughs> uh, I am. <laughs> you guys are also okay. still on this podcast. All right, yeah. Have <laughs> so, we ever done this before? 10, <laughs> 10 a.m. energy is. Last Normally, time we did this, we did it at, 12, or at noon on a Sunday. So two hours earlier really first, fucks everything. But I was waiting for Nick to go first. This so time. I got myself a lovely uh, tin cup tenure. Very good, very smooth. Uh, cheers. Nice. No. Um, I am drinking good old quality H2O because uh, I have to go to work after we record. <laughs> Nerd! <laughs> Out here drinking dihydrogen monoxide. Why are you so lame? Nerd! Yeah, God that was even it. nerdier than what Adam said. <laughs> I give up. Why do I show up to these damn things? <laughs> Now that you have to explain what that was in what English dihydrogen terms. monoxide yeah. is, it's water. <laughs> Why are you making H two O more difficult? He's a nerd. We, I think we're going over that right now. Okay. We're literally talking about that. <laughs> well, I can't wait for everyone to have to fucking click off this episode when yep. Nick does most of the talking because Nick is the one that went over the victim. So since nobody's listening anymore. <laughs> Let's just segue to a different yeah. podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having us on the brew party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll send you the audio files. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All this beginning stuff kicked out. Nice. All right. So, yeah, I'm just going to do the disclaimer now because this sucks. Yeah, this sucks. <laughs> there is a lot of going to be a lot of talk of sexual abuse. So just a uh, disclaimer to anyone. Yeah. Of children, nonetheless. Yeah. So uh, sexual abuse bad in any form of anyone. Yeah, don't so. do it. <laughs> Wild. Thanks. Okay, so sources. Uh, I just rewatched Athlete Day because my book didn't go into really any of the victims as much as it went into USA Gymnastics. So that book was for part one. You can go back and get that source on part one. But yeah, so m- mine's just Athlete Day for this and then some web, some little bit of online research. Cool. So, guys, we have we we have a way we do this. Someone else go on topics. I watched like Athlete sources. Day. Uh, <laughs> I watched Athlete yeah, Day. I also watched Athlete Day. <laughs> Honestly, you could get everything you're about to hear in this podcast from Athlete Day, yes, but and... don't do that. Listen to this cool. podcast. It's more uh, fun. Yeah, know. we. Uh, I read, uh, and by read I mean listen because I can't read. Uh, <laughs> what is a girl worth? By Rachel Den Hollander. Did you like it? It was a good book. It was depressingly <laughs> shit, but yeah, it was a good book. I didn't like how Andy said that either. Was it a good book? Was it? <laughs> Welcome to the Drunken Jurors book club. Like you like it? it? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, if you think about Drunken Jurors, this hey, always just girl, a did you like that book? <laughs> this is all just a fucking uh, giant book club for us because we all just listen to books and then basically we give will. info on them. Our, our, our next, 
our next podcast will end up being just a book club <laughs> once a month. Yeah. We all listen you like you reading. like listening to books. I just imagine Jeff just holding the book up to his ear, just like <laughs> let me hear you. Here's the thing: we all have Audible. <laughs> I go up to I go up to my fiance. Can you read this? Yeah. <laughs> this whole time he's been illiterate. <laughs> Graphic novels. Reads the, <laughs> Kristen reads the Iliad and the Odyssey to Jeff before bed every night. <laughs> what a wild book to choose, but all right. right. Yeah. It's the thick one she they've reads, been working on that since the beginning of their relationship. Me. So yeah, um Larry Nasser being the Olympic volunteer Olympic uh personal or physical trainer sexually abused over i think in athlete a they said it was like over like almost 500 women or something mm-hmm. it's a wild amount stupidly you say high. women they were all underage uh no i think some of them were at the collegiate level so like okay over eight because he did do a lot of out of the people at his sentencing only nine olympians spoke so i'm assuming that a lot of them were also like in at michigan state so yeah we're gonna let nick kind of carry us from here so we can all interject from there but nick you have the basis uh outline for this until we get to the trial all right so uh like i said i read uh rachel dohander's book we did that part already yeah <laughs> i still remember when you said nick can carry us because nick can barely carry himself oh don't worry we're gonna <laughs> we're going to be the training wheels walking him through this so so she uh when she was 16, I think. Um, Rachel Den Hollander is the one that wasn't. Yeah, she right? was just like. She was, yeah, she wasn't. She didn't start game. till she was 12 or something because her parents yeah, couldn't afford it. She did it. it for the love of the yeah. game. <laughs> um, so she had a. She broke her wrist, if I remember correctly. Had lower and, back injury. Yeah, lower back injury. And then, like, she also fucked up her ankle, too. Um, she had a bunch of injuries because, like, Jeff said she started way later like most kids when did most kids start like like four late yeah yeah, not late I mean like super super early and so barely talk like so she started super late um so she had these injuries and like a lot of the doctors she went to basically said fucking ice it and that had not helped at all it turned out she had like a nerve injury somewhere like essentially a really small pinch nerve and then they got a reference for or a referral to go to Larry. And she was super excited. This is the Olympic doctor. He's going to fix everything. So her and her mom go in and uh, they talk to Larry. Larry's like, here's the problems. He's actually, he's right about the problems, what the issues are. He fixes them. I don't think, because I don't think he assaulted her on the first visit. He went in, he helped her. And they they loved him. He he was great. He was very personable. He the mom never left the room. It was fantastic. Yeah, a big thing about Larry is like he was super nice and good with mm-hmm. kids. Like he was his bedside manner was predators phenomenal. Like yes. Um someone who works with kids should probably be good with kids. Because well, he knew he yeah. knew exactly what environment they were in. Every other adult they were around was yelling at him and I mean not telling them yeah. how big a piece of shit they were, but they were being asshole. Yeah, kinda in like a way. A little bit, yes. They were huge body shaming. Hard really. on them and you know whatever those uh 
what were the coaches' names again? Uh, Carolis. Yeah, the Carolis. Uh, Mar- Martha and Bella. I mean, Larry Nasser normally was the like the nicest adult that these girls mm-hmm. were around, or he portrayed himself to be like that because he knew it was way easier to make them vulnerable and way easier to fucking diddle them. I mean, gotta he literally gotta love being fucking trained by former soviets people said that he was literally the only nice person on the ranch I, would I, I, this, this is not shit. shocking the it was ran by soviets <laughs> yeah i don't know so it's weird because in athlete a the scenes that they show of bella he's actually like he's hard but he's not like any different than any other coach he's not like straight up super fucking rude yeah, so but i hard. guess also because he's not charged with anything or in prison probably like they probably can't just slander him by showing all that shit. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, he knows when he's on camera. Like, they show just sections of him at, like, the Olympic meets and, like, the trials and stuff. So it's him in front of people being nicer than he probably was mm-hmm. on the ranch where he didn't allow parents to be. Parents were not allowed. Uh, certain coaches were only allowed in. And obviously, Larry Nasser being, like, one of the only doctors allowed mm-hmm. on. Like, mm-hmm. Um, so after that, she had more issues. Um, it, it's a chronic back injury. So obviously she's going to go have it be retreated, mm-hmm. uh, at this point, uh, now for the fun, not fun stuff. It's awful. I hate it. And I hate talking about it, but here we go. Um, she goes in again and like her mom's still in the room and then Larry positions himself between rachel and her mom he then starts giving her like a, a massage essentially which i mean athletes find that's normal but still a massage um and then she he starts like massaging her butt uh and then he goes into her shorts and does a actually at this point it's not because it never it, it never was we'll get there but what Rachel assumed was a internal pelvic alignment through the vagina. And this happens several times Um, on the final or it's no. And at one point, one of her friends goes in because he has a, she has a similar injury to Rachel. And on the car ride back, her friend asks, Hey, what happened? Like, is this normal? And Rachel goes, I mean, it's weird. It's uncomfortable, but yes, he's done that to me. And then they never discuss it ever again. And then on her final uh, treatment, does the same thing. But this time, again, with him between her mom and Rachel, he starts fondling her breasts. And Rachel looks up, and she also feels something hard poking her in the back. Uh, and she sees that he is breathing heavily and his face is red. He's getting off to it. Uh, and then he stops the thing. I don't remember if he did an internal alignment, quote unquote, internal alignment on that uh, visit. But this is their last visit. And then she doesn't see him again. Um, for So for transparency's sake, it is important to note that uh, Rachel was uh, assaulted and uh, harassed by someone in from her church previously in her past when she was, I think, like eight or nine. 
Yeah, real well. Um, yeah, and that that comes into play later. Yeah. Um, but at this point, Rachel then goes a couple years pass, and she's working at the gym again, and it turns out that one of the girls has another injury, and they're sending her to Larry. Rachel tries and gets people to look into it go to it like hey don't send him don't send anyone to larry even though at this point larry's even more famous and more renowned um she goes to yeah because uh, he the thing he's super well known for was i can't remember um her name you might andy um the olympian who she did the vault and like tore a bunch of ligaments in her ankle on the first vault and then she went back and vaulted again landed it and won but she was like crawling off the mat afterwards uh, was Katie... Kayla Maroney no like, Kayla Maroney was... was hurt when she did hers but this was like uh Katie something wasn't it <sighs> it's like the famous one you see where she does the vault and she does this and she's immediately like just fucking crumbles but then that Caroli yeah. asshole is running over there like oh you did it you did it you did it because and then Larry's the one that helps her off of the mm-hmm off the mat mm-hmm. and like i think that was the big moment because like everyone like in the commentary like the commentators were talking about larry nasser and like his like how he was like a volunteer and like everyone loves him blah 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 type of a mm-hmm. thing and i think that's where it kind of became like his famous like where he really kind of picked up because he was always at the olympics for usa after that the, she, rachel's trying to stop this girl from being sent to larry so she tells one of the higher up coaches rachel's not even a coach she's just a volunteer um, she tells one of the coaches that she's worked with for years, whose boyfriend's a cop. Uh, they run Larry's name. Nothing comes up. We'll get to why that's important. There's a lot of instances of uh, things should have happened with uh, the amount of times he was. So, so at this point, at this point, Larry had been reported, I think, three times and none of them actually went through. And that's why when the cop ran his name, no charges, nothing came up they're like oh we already sent her to larry and this kind of like breaks rachel and she quits and then i don't remember where they move she gets married she moves around um that's that's ever the last time she like has something to do with larry um even from a peripheral standpoint and then the indie star publishes their massive article on usag usag she comes out she's like she she goes to the um newspaper she goes to the district attorney of that area and then she starts the whole process and this is where the whole she was assaulted when she was before larry um comes out and they're like oh she is overthinking it she's a victim and now she's projecting that assault onto what larry did it's important to note that throughout this entire time, throughout like a 14 year period, she's talked to several physical therapists about the quote unquote internal alignment that Larry did. Every single one of them is like, I don't know what the fuck he did. That's not alignment. That is nothing even close to alignment from the fact that he's not wearing gloves, from the fact that he's doing in and out motions. That's not it. That is not even close to what alignment is. And uh, over the course of also these years, fun thing about that um for that treatment you're supposed to get informed consent yep <laughs> also it's typically done by a female doctor or practitioner mm-hmm. 
just to make it to make sure shit like this doesn't happen to make also, sure at no point uh i don't think at any point in those treatments is there supposed to be anal penetration no because no. he he eventually gets comfortable with each and one of them that after a couple times like he starts doing mm-hmm. anal penetration also throughout the years rachel becomes as close to being an expert on internal alignment as you can be without having a doctorate or studying this when she joined the investigation like with the star and everything um and they went to interview her the first time she had over a hundred pages of like medical notes on it Mm. so throughout the years she becomes that and then like when the charges get filed against larry it's shocking the his lawyer this is the one somewhat comedic part of all of this Larry's first attorneys go, no, that's not alignment at all. He was never, he never did alignment. He, why would he do alignment? He didn't, he doesn't even know what alignment is. I was going to say, he tells then, his lawyers and, to say that. Yeah, like yeah. the lawyers don't just come out and say that. Like he tells his lawyers, like they quote him on what he uh, says. And then Rachel, it occurs to Rachel, holy shit. He has no idea what internal alignment is. He has no idea where it even starts he fires his lawyers and then he gets a new lawyer that says it was a it was alignment or like it 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 was a different kind of alignment or something this dude dug a hole for himself so fucking fast so yeah he he dug his own grave and then throughout these years when she goes to these physical therapists it's noted in her file so there is a paper trail of yes she did ask about this she asked about what internal alignment is not a lot of people that do it so no, and it's typically not necessary because it's easily done yeah. through other means. It's like, like a last-ditch effort for an injury. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I have I, – I, I, never mind. Um, I don't know where we are, uh, is going. We are – just to claim none of us are medical professionals here. Not at all. Also, no. I think all of us barely made it through undergraduate, so. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he's good degrees. <laughs> we got, we got hey. there, though. We all walked yeah. across. I mean, I, I don't know about Andy, but I would assume we all walked across that stage. I'm getting no clap back from Andy, so I have no fucking clue. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to uh, talk about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> we all walked across that stage for what it means. It's fine. Jeff and I technically should have walked across that stage twice. <laughs> True. And then eventually it goes to trial and she testifies. We'll get into that. But do you yeah, have, we'll, we'll, do you we'll, have yeah. anything on any of the other victims? Only the girl that Rachel was friends with, and I can't remember her name either. A, yeah, I can't remember. It's, Sorry I for that. By the way, we should have been more prepared on the names. Oh, did she ever come out? She, she might have came, came out, out as a Jane Doe. There's a lot of Jane Doe. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she ever put her name on anything. Um, um, one one thing that like, oh, that, so when I was listening to the book, this one, this one, this one got me. When like again, ten years, 10, 15, 14 years later, when Rachel goes back to the coach she talked to uh she's like all right do you do you remember this and she's like yes i'll remember it yes i'll testify yes yes and she's like the coach goes rachel i'm so sorry i just assumed that if this was serious you would have told someone jesus and then rachel just goes i told you that that one fucking killed me yeah that hit way too hard and it oh it's it's fucking kids. It, so it, it it this is where I stutter because I'm starting to get fucking mm-hmm. pissed. It, 
it just takes so much out of you. It's like, oh, fuck this guy. Someone, someone get a fucking bunch of sticks and put them in a field real quick. It, it's all right. I'm, I'm done before I start. Go ahead. We cut it out. We fucking cut it out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. That's the only good input I have left. It's just that that one fucking took it out of me. Yeah, this whole story. I don't know how you like read anything about this story or hear anything talk about it without getting pissed off because it's it's fucking disgusting on all levels. What Larry Nasser did, what the head of USA Gymnastics did. It's just gross. Yeah. 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 And like, and one, one of the things that Rachel says helped her come out was the I think it was the Boston Globe the Boston Globe story in the early 2000s about the Catholic Church Mm -hmm. that that was one of those things is like all right people are listening people do want to listen so a thing in athlete a when she's first introduced in athlete a for her like interviews and stuff in it um she says that she came across the indie star thing completely by accident she was uh doing something in the kitchen with her daughter and then she realized she needed to make a grocery list so she opened her laptop and it was open to facebook and at that like section that says like uh fucking trending uh headlines was indy stars thing on usa gymnastics and sexual abuse or whatever and larry nasser or whatever the fuck it was called and she clicked on it and read it and she was like i she was like this if there was a time it's now and that's how pretty much all of them came forward it was like okay there were others they're coming out let's just pile it on this man like make it to where there is no doubt that this man did it yeah because like you get you see a lot of like there's a couple allegations and they dismiss them you get hundreds good luck dismissing hundreds of allegations you should I mean, you shouldn't be able to do like it. with allegations like unless you can 100 prove that they're just allegations and like nothing happened they shouldn't be dismissed they should 100 be investigated all the way through like to the full extent that they can be jeff as much as it pains me to say this i see your statement and i raise you the catholic <laughs> yeah as much as it hurts me to say that as a uh, catholic. catholic school kid right here howdy doody 12 uh, years you, uh, yeah k it, through eight i didn't go yeah i decided it, not to i went to the public high school my younger brother is actually a I, senior at the catholic high school here he chose to go yeah. to that which is just insane insane as as someone who still practices and as someone who still believes it's it is wild how it it, uh so the big thing is that then this this goes for larry too one thing you have to realize is that these people didn't become priests or doctors and then become predators they were predators and then thought they chose their best way to do it and Larry so, got that in high school. In fucking high of, school. This is true. He did. Um, one of the things. He got the like, fucking power in high school. I don't. I from, don't know if he did. I don't know if there's allegations of him in high school doing that. But, but no. That, and, that but like thing, the, he was allowed to work on fellow students. Yeah. You no, know, there are there are allegations from him in high school that that it did happen. Of course. Um, and one of those things is like, obviously he's a he's a doctor like that's a title also here, one right? second andy if you're muting to fucking hide out beer tab openings you're doing this show injustice because that's all we do here okay well then i won't <laughs> i sorry sorry i'm trying to Good. save you some time in editing jeff Excuse- 
Oh, no, no. no. I, yeah, I was going to say, you're, it doesn't help because I have to amplify them. Like, yeah. <laughs> have to be the loudest thing at that moment. Like, I don't care if yeah. it covers up people talking. Like, that shit has to be. It's just me. I'm the only one Imagine that if we were all Honestly. drinking, like, canned drinks. Like, and it's just, like, every 30 seconds a new one's being, just, like, popped open by someone else. Obviously, Larry, doctor, he earned that. And the idea that these are predators that became and use they actively sought that station because it would help them be a predator more efficiently one thing that like kind of kind of how it's not it's not rationalization obviously because they're horrible but like the priests that do it yes they have the title of priest they were never like true priests in the religious spiritual sense because they just want they went this is how i want to do it it is nothing about god or faith it is I want to be a predator, and this is how I'm going to do it. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Nick, but also people in the Catholic Church knew about that shit and hid it for a long time. I there mean, was and, a, they, and I hope they all There burned. was a network of fucking pedophiles I, I agree, I that agree, yeah. just when something happened, is like, oh, you got caught? Let's move you here. Or let's I mean, move you. USAG here. was kind of the same way. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. the, yeah. you, the gymnastics. Like a lot of people knew about mm-hmm. it, and they just very, very similar shuffled situations. Shuffled under the rug. Conspiracies, conspiracy to commit is the same thing as committing. Yeah. Like if you like from a legal standpoint, like conspiracy to commit murder is the same sentence as murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just brings up the point I brought up in part one of like it happened to USAG. Like and we just know like a huge factor of Larry Nasser. Like imagine what happened in USAG that we don't like was never tried, and then mm-hmm. across the world in female gymnastics, like I can't even fathom. Like it's insane. Yeah, and like, it makes you think of any like young like any kids in sports. Like yeah, like, how many of their coaches are legitimate? Just like child predators. Like yeah, that like imagine imagine from like well before this this was has been probably happening for ever and the only reason why it came out now was like our social climate of like women's rights and like Mm -hmm. women actually being able to have a voice now where and it's not even like we say that but it's it's 40s they probably still so far behind where it should be it is but like in the 40s no one could say anything because no one gave a shit they in athlete a they show like after jamie dancher comes out and says that she was someone who was sexually was a sexual victim of larry nasser the like they show the facebook comments on those like articles and stuff and people are fucking brutal they're like she's just doing it for her attention oh she had to wait until she was in her 30s to find out that it was sexual abuse like shit like that twitter because you don't want cares in like the 80s like so was um, it Twitter? Rachel, I thought it was Facebook, but I could be wrong. I think it was Facebook. I I I'm looking at my Twitter. That is why I said the word yeah. Twitter. I meant Facebook. Yeah. So so Rachel, at the time where she came out against Larry, uh, there was a scandal going on within her church, and her she spoke out against the church official, and she got like a lot i don't remember what it's it's one of the it's a very ultra conservative denomination of christian i can't remember which one it's like where it's almost i don't think it's mormon but it's like it's basically like yeah like home groups and everyone's helping each other it's that i I can't remember what it is 
but she had her and her husband had their own group and her husband was kind of higher up. He lost his position because Rachel spoke out and I don't think they got kicked out of the church, but like they almost did uh, when Rachel spoke up against Larry. She was told to, you're making too much noise. We'll come back to Rachel. Let's try to hit on a couple of the other victims because I mean, sadly, we can't go into all of them. There are over there are hundreds of allegations you can only handle so much depression yeah. there's hundreds of allegations i'm just going to hit on the ones in athlete a um so i don't know how to word this but like i would love to talk about all of them but these are the ones that are prominent in my mind right now that i can yet again my book didn't really go into a whole lot of the abuse as much as it went into how usa gymnastics just allowed it to happen type of a thing jamie jamie dancher she was the 2000 olympic team mm-hmm. I don't know if she was in 96 or after that, but she was on the 2000. 2000. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Yeah, she's one of the ones that came out and she was one that, I think she was one of the ones that got, no, she was one of the ones that got sexually assaulted by Larry Nassar like the entire time that they were at the Olympics. Mm -hmm. Like, cause she had a lower back injury and she said at one point it was up to four times a day that he was sexually assaulting her because he was doing treatment on her four fucking times a day during the entire the olympics is what two weeks right but you're there before the two weeks too it's like two weeks of actual olympic games but you're there probably a week or two ahead just to train and get acclimated and it's not like you're in some like cushy hotel or whatever they're literally they're in the olympic village in like you saw saw this year they're sleeping on cardboard and like living quarters (laughs) and shit it's it's like a big ass dorm room that that they're in Oh, we need to talk about how none, I, I don't know how to word this, but in Athlete Aid, like they shows Rachel Dancher like interviewing in her home at the time when she came out. Like these people are not living nice now. Like, like they're not okay. I'm not saying they're living poorly, but like they yeah, weren't living off extravagant lights. Like, you, Jeff, Jesus Christ. No, like, like they're not living in like <laughs> Whores, extravagant fuck. things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Fucking no, they're not like has you think beneath oh, me yeah. in my black room. <laughs> God. So <laughs> these peasants Jesus can't Christ. even afford the color black and look at me rolling in it did they blow big vape clouds like i do don't think so probably not because they're healthy <laughs> they're, probably also not, they're also probably not drinking at 10 a.m on a sunday cheers i think to that bro oh fuck cheers, so yeah but like they chose their like the home that she was in, like you think of athletes, especially on that stage, you would think big elaborate homes. Like you think NFL players, NHL players, you got NBA, like any prominent sport in the yeah, US. You, you're like these Olympic sports, these athletes are they're not making as much as people in the NFL. They, you have most to, of them make off sponsorship. Yeah, I, I mean, right, they yeah, make sponsorship, they make sure. endorsements, but they're not signing fifty million dollar contracts. Michael Phelps, like like these dudes. These dudes in the fucking NBA are signing four-year, $120 million deals. Like I, The NFL's getting to that, too. The, the salary cap is supposed to raise every year from this year on. Yeah, like, and uh, Jesus. What is don't it, even want to talk what about is it, the like, MLB where they don't have a salary cap. So these <laughs> like you can qualify for the Olympics. But I don't necessarily know if you're making any money just for being at the Olympics. Yes, from sponsorships or whatever. But it's like if you if if you get a gold medal, I think it's 50K silver. It's like 20 or 30 bronze. It's like 10. Um, So it's like, yeah, if you're able if you're really fucking good and you're getting if you are Michael Phelps, like Adam said, it's like you're getting eight gold medals, 
eight I, times I, fifty. I, that's I no, I said it, Nick. Fuck whatever. <laughs> uh, sorry, Nick. Uh, no, Adam said it. In my mind, it's okay. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but no, it's... Uh, hold on, Adam. Can you say it right now so I can edit out Nick so you can say it? <laughs> well, like Michael Phelps. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. No, but it, it is a good point. No, but I get what you're saying, because when we think about these Olympic athletes that we see on the international stage every four years, you you don't think about them just being, you know, normal people and having like a yeah. normal ass, what, a hundred thousand so, dollar house. You know what I yeah. mean? If you, uh, if I remember correctly, a lot. So I'm most of the U.S. Um, shooting team. They don't get paid in anything. They just get comp ammunition from companies. That's their sponsorship is they get ammo. Like the U.S. That's the, it. The dude that won the rifle competition in gold this year was like a student at the University of Kentucky. Yeah. And I guarantee he's still got he ain't he's still paying for college. Do you think the name and likeness will change like the Olympic? Because most of them are like, no, it underage. doesn't. It doesn't even affect their eligibility for Olympic sports. It doesn't matter as far as I'm no. as far as I know. Like some of them can just be like, hey, yeah, fuck this. I'm going pro. Like, I'm pretty sure one of the yeah. dudes no, from it- the U.S. in the uh, in the 200 was like 16 or 17. And he was like, yeah, I'm just not going to college. I'm just a professional runner yeah. now, mm-hmm. which it's like. So go ahead. By, it's like by all to, means to think about like what you said about how much they make per gold. And like th- you have to fucking medal to get paid. You know how hard it is to fucking medal. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a world stage. The best of everywhere is here. But it's like to think of that and then the NBA players make so much and then think of them going and playing on the Olympic team. Listen. And this is literally chunk change to them. And mm-hmm. like you got dudes. Oh, this is for me to be able to buy a watch. Like <laughs> you got dudes in the NBA that are like averaging like 10 minutes a game that are making like $80,000 a year, like or $80 million, $80 million uh, yeah. on their on their fucking not a year, but on their contracts. Like good, like. 20 million to 15 million dollars i'd throw a ball for 80 grand a year no, Fuck it. no shit I'd, I'd play basketball horribly for <laughs> fucking 20k a well, year that like- is the <laughs> kicker boys you have to be good at basketball <laughs> oh fuck i have a new fucking life goal to <laughs> be able to make 20 by the year. age of 40 i want to make 40k a year on a practice squad for an nba team so I mean, that's like the nfl what is the what is nfl practice squad uh, nfl nfl practice squad is like 100k or 80k or something isn't it just yeah i i'd get my it's fucking like, it's back the old, broken by a middle linebacker it's the old <laughs> it's the old brett Favre argument it's like they kept asking mm-hmm. like why he kept coming back it's like you're gonna pay me how much yeah, sure, I'll do that. And then it's just, it was just like, why not keep going? It's like, you go on the practice squad, make a couple hundred thousand every year. Just see if you can get to you 50. Tom Brady like, at 44, like, I could still fucking make sure that everyone knows their fucking place in this league. You know, <laughs> and it is below me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking hell. But yeah, okay, back to it. But yeah, Jamie Dancher was like getting molested like four times a day during the Olympic trials. What a trials. transition. Like, oh, yeah. what a transition. I'm just going back. I'm just going I'm back. Sorry. What are transitions? What are transitions, sir? <laughs> and she talks about it in Athlete A and it's just like, you don't, you're so you're so beaten down by coaches and stuff just telling you like you're fat, like you're doing this wrong, like you're not going to amount to anything if you can't figure this out. Like, she was the one that lost, like, I think it was her. It might not have been, but she lost, like, six pounds. No, that was Maggie Nichols that lost, like, six pounds due to having the flu. And then they're like, okay, we need to figure out how to keep that off of you. 
it's like oh hey it's not like oh hey you're feeling better like cool let's get back to it it's like it's like oh you lost weight well stop being a fat ass so we can keep you down to this weight it's like what in the actual fuck is going on here and then larry has all-time access at the ranch to their fucking dorms he was molesting them in like their like living quarters there was like a massage table Mm -hmm. in like the tv room where like they would just get molested in the fucking tv room by him because he just knew how to position his body to where no one ever saw and then everyone else is also getting molested so it just seems even more normal to everyone that Mm -hmm. like oh this is just this is just treatment but like they are so beaten down mentally that like this you're getting physically like abused at practice eight hours a day uh you're getting verbally abused that like the sexual abuse just kind of meshes with it and it's like this is just gymnastics this is just what i need to do to be an olympian or be good at this and that's so fucking so far past wrong like there's a fucking there's a line and that is like so far across that line oh the line sailed far before that yeah it there i don't think there ever was a line to be honest with you it's just this whole like the more and more you like read into this situation and like just find out more shit the more and more at least me personally just go what the fuck yeah like how at the the top of it it's larry nasser and then you read into larry nasser and it's like there's a whole fucking organization but the, the fucked up thing is people knew what he was fucking doing it's it's the goddamn uh ceo or whatever the dude that was in charge Uh, of president yes the Uh, president of usga that's a marketing uh, major or marketing mind or whatever oh we're i cannot wait to get into steven what is his name steven so as soon as he hears that what is what is this guy thinking if he's about marketing he's about image he's about uh we need to make sure we look as good as possible so i'm able to keep my contracts with Nike, keep my contracts with what like fucking McDonald's, whatever big Coke, Co- Pepsi, yeah, Coca Cola, all that bullshit. Hershey's was a fucking sponsor uh, of USAG. So, do you think if he hears this from fucking parents, he's gonna jump at it to get rid of this dude? No, he's gonna be like, How can I? He should jump at it to get rid of the dude. What he did do, what he did not do was that he, he was like, You know. Let me cover this up as best as possible. No, uh, you guys are all fine. It's good. You know what? No, Larry's cool. We're, we'll talk to him. We'll talk to him. But uh, no, he's cool. It's being handled. Like that was the you most. Know what? Fuck it. We're there. Let's just go into Steve. Uh, 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 real, 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 real quick. I have a question. Did U.S. Olympic Committee know anything about this? Yo, 100%. Oh, right. oh, oh, the, the committee. The committee. I don't committee. Know. U.S. Olympic. I don't know about the committee. Not, not USAG. I don't know. Probably not. Because they yeah, probably pe- not. So, because the fact that Penny was the one that never allowed it to go past him, and Penny's the top of USAG, and then it goes to the Olympic Committee, I would assume he kept it from all of them. All right. I would assume, but I also don't put it past someone. Him. Someone, point, yeah. Someone might have known. I don't know. I would. I, would, I think somebody point. knew. I think somebody Probably. knew because if you guys remember from this Olympics this year. The USA Olympic Committee got heat because I don't remember what sport it was, but it was like when an athlete, it was a male athlete and it was like a mixed sport. So there were female athletes on the team too. It was, was it skateboarding maybe? I don't know if it was skateboarding, but whoever it was, it was like a known, like he had a case, like a sexual assault case against him. 
or something. And like, it was known by the committee and they still let him be on the team. Like they still let him go to Tokyo. I don't know of many mixed sports in the Olympics. Actually. Well, I mean, it was a sport it was that volleyball. it was a sport that had men and women going that it was just, yeah. I don't know if they competed together, but I know like whatever sport it was, there were bo- uh, both genders play it. Yeah, it's possible that I someone, think volleyball and tennis. maybe not the whole committee, but someone on the committee had to know, right? Like, yeah, I, I just don't believe that it's not all corrupt after the shit, <laughs> the shit yeah. that I've heard. So let's talk about Stephen Penny. So he got into USAG by being the head of the marketing department. And then from being the head of the marketing department, he became the president because he was so good at marketing. And when you start winning gold medals and you start doing really well at the Olympics, what do you want to do? Grow your fucking brand so you can keep that shit going and make as much money as possible. Exactly. And that's where Stephen Penny came in and they're like, this is our guy. And then I don't know if it was Stephen Penny that put that uh, policy in or not, but there was the policy that we talked about in part one of if the sexual allegations isn't brought up by the victim or the victim's parents, it is hearsay and will not be taken to the police. Yeah. I don't know if he's the one that implemented that, but it sounded like that was a rule before. Yeah. But he was completely okay with it. Fucking piece of shit. Stephen Penny, dude, he, this Larry Nasser shit could have been stopped. Long before. He did it for 29 years. Yeah. It, at the Olympic like level. The shit, at the Olympic level, he did it for 29 I'm not saying years. the shit wouldn't have still happened because it would have. Yeah. But they knew about this shit. But there was a chance to have a slightly better person at his position than him. And and there was a chance to have slightly better gymnasts in fuck at the Olympics that he decided to hold out because Maggie Nichols and her family decided to go public with their Larry Nasser allegations. Yeah. She's one of the, t- uh, what, she finished second in all around to, yeah. to Simone Biles at the 2015 World Championships, I think. Yeah, and she was on the 2012 Olympic team. I thought she, I don't think she was. Was she not? I thought she was on an Olympic team beforehand. No, she was, because the, the, the 2012 was the Fab Five, and she wasn't a part of the Fab yeah, Five. Yeah, yeah. But she was really good. She was in elite gymnastics. She had had a lot of hype around her as soon as her and her family come forward with the Larry Nasser thing they try to just like wipe her from the face of the earth they don't pick her for the team even though at the trial she scored well enough and better than multiple girls that made the team even the alternates even the alternates I mean Jeff you told me to remind you yeah oh I wanted to do this at the end I want to do that at the end okay a huge fuck you do that at the end we will talk about that at the end then but still it's just like She's good. She's very fucking good. She was one of the best gymnasts in the world. Didn't get a chance to compete at the highest arguably stage. Could, arguably could have won could have, multiple gold medals. Yeah, arguably second to Simone Biles. Like, arguably could have. No, she was. No, no, no. She was second to Simone No, Biles. I mean, arguably could have topped her at some point, possibly. Sure. She kept at that point. But like, she was literally level. at the world championships, the second highest meet besides the fucking Olympics. She finished yeah. second in the all around, which is, I don't know if you guys know what all around means, but it's every <laughs> goddamn event on in, in gymnastics. And it directly, the, routine, the vault, it directly everything. goes back to Steve Penny because they, they interview Maggie's uh, parents from the trials. As soon as they get yep. to the trials, they knew something was up. 
every other set of family members for anybody competing had a camera on them. They had a producer following them around. The Nichols had none of that. They had their seats reserved, all this shit. Nichols had none of that. Uh, It just doesn't make sense. And it like the way the documentary, like athlete, a it just made it seem like so obvious that they were doing it, which like that pissed me off even more. It's like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to fuck you over and we're going to do it right in your fucking face and not really hide anything about it. So if you want to know what about athlete a really hit me and I don't know why, and it's probably not one of the top things that should be taken away from it is how Maggie Nichols dad was during the interviews of that. He was so innocent and just wanted the best for his daughter that like him sending, like he was like, we would send him to that camp and like no parents are allowed, but like you want the best for your daughter. Like it's the best training in the fucking nation. Mm. And she's going to be an Olympian. Like you don't, you don't think about that. Like you just, and then when she called like about hey i think i was just sexually abused it's like oh shit like you just i don't know like i just the way if you watch athlete day and you see the way he talks about it it's just like heartbreaking because he's really just trying to do the best for his daughter and then like when it comes out and like it's like he was being she was being sexually abused there you can just kind of like he doesn't cry or anything he doesn't really like stutter but like you can just see in his facial expression how like it breaks him mm-hmm. and that like really fucked with me but athlete day is named after maggie nichols because maggie nichols is her case is technically one that breaks everything into coming out like everyone else stepping forward their allegations because she's at the ranch in 2015 and because it's the year before right it's 2015 because the olympic trials would have been going on because mm-hmm. she was supposed to compete to you know be on the olympic team which she should have been so she calls her parents because they were in that tv room and she got molested by larry nasser he did the internal quote-unquote internal rotation or whatever the fuck it's called he fingered her there and then uh her teammate went right after her and she came um when she came back she asked her teammate she's like is this normal is this something that he does and she's like yeah it's happened to me before she's like I think we were just sexually abused. Like, I don't think that's a thing. And she calls her mom and her mom immediately brings it up. Her mom calls USAG and Steven, like a day later, she gets a call from Steven Penny himself. He's like, do not go to the police with this. We will, we will handle it. Do not talk to the police. Don't talk to the public about it. Cause if you do, you jeopardize this investigation straight up lies to her. Nothing happens for five weeks. Cause he hires, an outside source to investigate it, who investigates sexual harassment in large companies. And she investigates it. And then she comes back to Stephen Penny. And then he says he hands it over to the FBI, which he did. The FBI doesn't do anything for 15 months. Nothing happens for 15 months. Um, her parents keep getting told, like, don't do anything. Don't say anything to the public because you will jeopardize like the investigation. And that's when they go to the Olympic trials and like nothing's on them or anything. Stephen Penny says, if there were that shit would be brought up and it would hurt the reputation of USAG, which is fucking bullshit. They weren't doing anything. So a thing to put out there that athlete Dave showed to me that I didn't read anywhere else. The FBI to this day is still being investigated for it, for their, um, like for what happened Mm -hmm. in this whole case, because they didn't investigate it. 
no one did anything because Stephen Penny offers jobs to FBI agents trying to pay them more so they don't. He's like, oh, stop working for the FBI. Come work for USAG. I'll like, we'll give you a higher salary, better benefits, shit like that. And this will all just go away. Considering that the median salary of FBI is like 40K, that's not a high bar. Yeah. Offer him 20K more. Offer It's USAG. Hell, like, double it. <laughs> yeah, double it. Fucking 80K. Like, yeah, probably take it. I don't think he did. I didn't hear anything about that. He took it, but like basically bribing an FBI agent to come work for him instead and like just blow this all under the rug. But yeah, the FBI is still being investigated for that. Also, I don't know who the fuck investigates the FBI because the FBI is the Federal Federal Bureau of Investigations. Who? It's who? DOJ, Department of Justice. Oh, yeah. That adds up. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I forget that they're there. <clears throat> Most people do. Yeah, because they don't do a lot. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm not saying their job's not important, but <laughs> you just don't hear about do it, it. So they don't do. Doing it would be nice. Yeah. So, yeah, like, the FBI gets investigated for it. But Stephen Penny, because is the indie star the one that, like, interrogate, like, not interrogates him, but, like, interviews him, and, like, they're like, is it true you have this policy? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, we have that policy. Like, we're not going to send that over to the police if it's just an allegation not given to us by the victim or their parents. It's like, it's an allegation. You should probably figure that shit out. And then Stephen, oh my God, he just denies everything during the entire thing in his, like when he's in front, I don't remember what it's called, but he's in front of like a bunch of senators at one point after Larry Nassar is like convicted or something. And they're asking him questions. He just keeps pleading the fifth and they're like, uh, can we just assume that you're going to plead the fifth to everything, every question we ask you? And he's like, yeah. And one of the senators goes, so we understand that but don't you think you should give some justice to these victims that you messed up? And he just doesn't say anything. They're like, you can just leave the court. And he just gets up and leaves. And a woman literally shouts shame at him as he's walking down. It's like Game of Thrones. Shame! 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 And it's just, it's so, it's annoying. It's annoying that nothing, like, at that time happened to him and that he just won't fucking own up to the fact that he's a giant piece of shit. But yeah, so in 20... 15 it's brought up to the a lieutenant detective in michigan state's police department someone calls and they're like hey you handle sexual abuse cases right and they're like yes we do and they tell him them hey i have a sexual abuse like claim from 16 years ago mm-hmm. against larry nasser and apparently in 2014 they also had one they brought him in and they interviewed him and they sent it to the prosecution and the prosecution the prosecution tabled it because they're like, they're, we can't get anything from this. Like, we're not going to win it. Like, there's nothing. There's no, like, hard evidence or anything. So in 2016, they hard, like, they interview Nasser, and, oh, oh, Andy, can we just talk about how horrible this interview is and how much of a piece of shit he is with this detective Mm -hmm. she's like asking him questions and he like starts to slowly get more nervous he starts to stutter he gets to a point where he's explaining trying to explain like this internal rotation or whatever and he's like using you know medical terms and stuff and then he just goes multiple times he looks at her he's like you wouldn't understand it and like blah 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 and then they cut to her being interviewed for this documentary and she goes it doesn't matter if i don't understand it you got to tell it to me it's on it's being recorded it's an interview you need to tell it to me so if we bring in an expert witness they can go over what you're saying Mm -hmm. you can't just be like you wouldn't understand it it's not for me to understand man (laughs) man's was about 
start crying in that fucking interrogation room. Like two minutes in, he realized he fucked up, uh, which is fucked up to say that it took him 29 years to realize that he fucked up. But it was, as soon as this lady starts asking questions, you can just like his demeanor immediately changes. Like he, he's like wiping his face. He's with nervous. Sweat. He's sweating. He's on the verge of tears explaining some of this shit. He's stuttering like Nick did earlier. Super embarrassing. <laughs> uh, just uh, not. I don't a, like how I. I don't like this. <laughs> I no longer like. Not this. a good and then look. She leaves. She leaves the room. She tells him beforehand because it's just an interview. She's like, "You can leave at any time." This man didn't have to sit there and talk to her. The second she started questioning him, he could have got up and left. Mm-hmm. As Nick and I here with your legal, your legal advice that you your probably legal advice from yeah, the drunk jurors party. For. What's your um, uh, theme song? Legal advice with Nick and Jeff. Um, it's, the Fifth Amendment. Yeah, it's, silence. It's actually Law and Order's intro, but all of it's off tune and slightly and upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> but faster. But it's yeah. just like super fast. Yeah, yeah. it's that. Yeah, uh, that's free legal advice with Nick and Jeff. Uh, if the officers say you can leave, leave. <laughs> uh, you can leave at any time. Um, yeah. The second they start asking you questions other than what's your name, leave. Yep. <laughs> also, uh, or also, if you walk in the room and they they say that, leave. More, more, more. Be like, more, I'm gonna get a lawyer. We can talk later and just leave. <laughs> more free legal advice with Nick and Jeff. Don't sexually assault kids. Oh yeah. Oh, number one rule of That's our free advice: uh, just don't commit crimes. Yeah, and you'll never be in these situations. But if you do, leave. Uh, also, uh, Larry's an idiot for not leaving. That's a really big thing that I'd like to add. Because she takeaway. gets up and leaves. He's an idiot. Uh, like uh, part way through the interview, she gets up and leaves and leaves. And I love it because in athlete A, they take the security footage and they zoom in on him, and he's just hunched over, and they show up for like ten to fifteen seconds. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Nothing said it. They just show him in his spot, like just him falling apart, like mentally. He's just looking at the floor. His like legs twitching. He's just breaking mentally. Oh, so yeah. Then the indie star gets more into it. They start coming out with more headlines. They so they even say it when they're interviewing people from the indie star. Um, Larry Nasser was never their their goal. Huh. Their goal was to fucking pin USAG for what they've done. Uh-huh. It their 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 number one goal was getting USAG and fixed like showing every like the world what they did or what they're doing, what they've done, all of it, just awful stuff. So that was the like number one thing. So Larry Nasser leaves that. Um, then literally like every day since then, they're getting more and more accusations. The numbers are growing every day of people coming in and giving more of their story saying like yeah this is a thing like he's he's a he's a predator like this is an issue he retires <laughs> during it he retires from usa gymnastics because fun fun part um he's running for a school board position yeah <laughs> is why he retires. he's going to go work with kids ex- like exclusively like he retires uh, they get a search warrant for his house on like September twentieth, two thousand sixteen, I think. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's two thousand fifteen or sixteen. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, they go, they get a search warrant because they had they had people tell them that he was molesting them in their house, in his house, like in his basement. Like he had a massage table, massage table, and he would sexually abuse them there. So they got a search warrant to search his house. Uh, the trash hadn't been picked up this, that day, and his trash can was out on the uh, 
out by the road and was full. They open it up. They find several hard drives of that are like perfect. That are um, got loads. Several like hard drives that are perfect. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> well, perfect for evidence. They're labeled with his name and like the date. <laughs> Listen, quick, quick tangent here. If you've committed a crime and you have like physical evidence on a hard drive. <laughs> Why in the fuck are you putting it in your own garbage? Because uh, he's stupid. Take, There's take a lot the of 30 reason. minutes to fucking drive to another town or whatever and throw it in a dumpster or something. You want to look up the Hillary Clinton tutorial? <laughs> um, if you would actually like to know, uh, not legal advice, but weird little tidbit I'm going to give you. If you want to burn a hard drive, buy a really cheap, shitty microwave, throw your hard drives in it, turn it on. It blows up everything in the hard drive. Or magnets. Magnets also work. Yep. Or like I said, bleach bit. But you also hammer. you also will blow up the microwave. So do that shit outside or something. But I don't know why I'm giving advice to criminals. That actually doesn't work. Ignore that. Yeah. This is getting free, cut out. Free uh, <laughs> legal advice. Free criminal advice from Jeff. Yeah. It's the law and order song, but lower. <laughs> don't, Slow don't, down. Don't, and... don't, don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then they are, they they arrest him. And his trial uh, is interesting. It's, I mean, it goes straight to sentencing because he, he signs a plea deal. Um, on those hard drives where I believe it was over like 31,000 like pictures of child pornography, like what they would classify as child pornography. How many fucking hard drives do you have to have to have 31,000 fucking... <laughs> Actually, well, no, this was 2012, so I think probably the biggest this you is get from is probably... like this is from like his entire career, I'm assuming. So some of those hard drives had to be from the 90s. He I hate it. He signs a plea deal for the all the child pornography, and there was another thing on it. I can't remember what it was, but so he didn't get charged with like traveling with the intent to or foreign travel with the intent to commit sexual abuse because that's like now multiple countries like going to be able to charge him with shit so he signs that but a fun thing about plea deals is you then give up uh, right to the then, fifth. yeah you give up your right to the fifth and you allow all victims to give witness impact statements at your sentencing his sentencing had so many fucking victim impact statements that courtroom was packed with just his victims and he i don't know if there's a case in u.s history that had the criminal getting put on blast by so many fucking people because i'm just gonna read a couple little tidbits of different um impact statements if anyone's got anything to say before we go into this go ahead because i mean i just have the shit pulled up so I can't oh, i'm good i'm good i'm i'm thoroughly depressed I'm going to read some uh, victim impact statements that were at Larry Nasser's uh, sentencing. Uh, I'm getting it from the Detroit News. The headline is 204 impact statements, nine days, two counties, a life sentence for Larry Nasser. Um, yeah, wild. <laughs> Kyle Stevens is number uh, is the first one I'm going to read here. Um, just a tidbit. The dude? He would tell me no. No, uh, there, there is a victim who is, her name is Kyle Stevens. I thought that too. She's an athlete A for like 
half a second. Hand like, up, for, uh, hand up. Super sexist for me to assume that it was a dude whose name is Kyle. I apologize. How dare you? On this podcast, yeah, ball podcast. No, no how dare you? Nick, I don't want to hear it from you. Adam, <laughs> you're allowed. You're allowed to give me shit. Michael Phelps. Thank you. Michael Phelps. <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you, Adam. Kyle Steven says he would tell me that I need I'm here, Larry, not to tell someone, but to tell everyone. You stuck your fingers in my adolescent vagina. You used my body for six years for your own sexual gratification. That is unforgettable. We do not support how MSU has treated myself or any of these victims. What a transition. Michigan State's also in the blame here because he worked for them for the entire time he was with USA Gymnastics. Multiple allegations, they did nothing. Their public safety police department covered half of it up. For a while there, yeah. Mm. Or most of it until this comes out, because they're also kind of the ones that got that interview with him. So, uh, Jessica Thomas Show, I think is how it's pronounced. Thomas Howe. I don't know if it's Thomas Howe or Thomas Show or sorry for mispronouncing. Sorry, that. Jess. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks, Andy, for fucking that up. Andy, can you say Jessica? The, can you say the last name so I can replace me saying it and then you apologizing to me? Jessica. About it. Jessica Thomas Show. There we go. Perfect. Sorry, right, you cut me out. I was fucking it up. There it is. This works out. Um, I was alone in the back room with him. He had me lie down on the table and he sexually assaulted me. He touched the most innocent places on my body that day. Whenever it was over, I was so confused. It was awful and embarrassing. I left and kept the disgusting thing that had happened to my to me to myself. Can you imagine the oh shit moment Nasser had from the first person that stepped up to that fucking podium to the 300th or 200th or whatever 204 impact statements can you imagine what's going through his head just being like like obviously like everybody in the fucking world knew about it with the you know with the articles and shit that came out with all the accusations but having to sit through that and hear that when you're in a court and you know you cannot say anything back not that he should be able to say anything back or should have any fucking response. And I'm glad that these women were able to do this, but just wild. So the thing about taking a plea deal is you waive your right to have like a full, like uh fuck. Why can't I think of the word trial? Like you take away your, like you go straight to sentencing from there. And then it's a sentencing that takes nine days because you have 204 women. Can you imagine how long each of those court sessions was over nine days? Just brutal. Like I'm reading tidbits <laughs> of each person's impact statement. Can you imagine how long each one is? I don't think they have a time limit. No, <laughs> they just get to read. And during all the segments that they show Larry Nasser that I've seen through like this sentencing process, he has no facial expression. Other than just like, fuck. It's like just sitting there emotionless or, well, shit. This is happening. It's, the whole thing's fucking awful. Uh, Jade, I cannot pronounce this last name. Kapua? Kappa? C-A-P-U-A. I do not know. Uh, She was 13 when he molested her. She said, you are not a healer. You are also the one who must face what you've done for the rest of your life. I am no longer broken by you. Nothing will take away what you've done to me and others behind me. Powerful. Yeah. Like, just, like, watching that 
whole scene of the athlete a documentary i yeah as if before it didn't give me chills but they just that was just goosebumps it's i just, wish it would have been longer for those women to have that opportunity and you know i'm a dude that has never gone through anything like this so i cannot even imagine their mental state and what that does to you so i don't want to act like i know what they what they went through what they're still probably going through still probably thinking about that but just to have that moment to be able to look your fucking abuser in the eyes tell him exactly how you feel and know that he can't do fucking shit about it because he got what and there's you almost no one that will be, tell you can't has to be a great feeling has to be a good feeling for them some some sense of closure because obviously that shit is never going to leave them and it's just fucking awful but <sighs> It just it it makes me it made me sad to think about, but at the same time, like it was a nice fuck you to Larry Nash yeah. for sure. Um, the attorney, I can't remember his name, but the attorney in Athlete Day that they interview, he talks about how when you take someone's innocence at that young of an age, you take their ability, their like full ability to love and like appreciate loving someone or being loved by someone like you take it away like you turn it into an object and you just mentally fuck that up for the rest of their life at the age of 10 11 12 like it's their first experience sexually and you take away their ability to feel that as a normal human being ever again right it it's it's another comparison i'm gonna make here but it's like the day and age of like you know when we were growing up and like we wanted to fucking masturbate well obviously like there was just porn like readily available to us but it's like now more so than ever it's like these it's on it's on everything to the point where these kids that are growing up now that are like just getting introduced to it are watching like the wildest shit that they're getting so desensitized to actually like having any fucking like in-person sexual interaction doesn't do anything for them. Remember yeah, back they, when, they we form a when we so didn't early. know Pornhub was a thing and we would use like magazines and shit like that? Oh, it's a magazine. A lot, of, a lot of pages stuck together in Adam's house is what we're hearing. Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions. Maxim was the shit. <laughs> Andy just dribbled a little. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the body issue was Adam's favorite edition. Also, sorry, we're not trying to make light of any sexual abuse stuff. This is just, this is still kind of a comedy podcast in a way, and I kind of hate, I kind of hate it right now. But we're trying, we're trying to be somewhat entertaining. This not is, overly, though. well, not even that. This, I think, this is just our way of being able to. This is some seriously horrible shit, and my way of handling horrible, horrible things is through like a comedic view, mm-hmm. even if it's horribly or not wanted this is why we <laughs> like have unedited there. video podcasts that you can check out for three dollars a month on the way Podbean. to plug in the middle of this adam thanks. Way to plug. thanks you can hear all of our really not okay <laughs> but comedic uh ways to get through some of quote unquote comedic <sighs> just gonna read a couple more of these uh bethany bauman uh, said when I told my mom that it hurt, she thought it was the pain in my back, not the pain in my vagina from the excruciating hour of abuse. An hour. 
Larry, you're the one who should feel guilt and shame for the rest of your life. Judge, I'm 100% confident that if he had not been caught, he would have continued to do this for the rest of his life. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, Danielle Find Moore. the lie. <laughs> Danielle Moore said, uh, I hope being reduced to a prison number will define you as it defined me for so many years. I will no longer be known as a number, and I will be, I will be Dr. Danielle Moore. Um, I'm going to read a portion of the big one that everyone knows, which is uh, Rachel Den Hollander's victim impact statement. It's going to re- hers is like so long, but I'm just going to read you the beginning of it. I do want to thank you first, Judge. I cannot pronounce the judge's last name, so I'm going to skip that part. Um, for giving all of us the chance to reclaim our voices. Our voices were taken from us for so long, and I'm grateful beyond what I can express that you have given us the chance to restore them. There are two major purposes in our criminal justice system, Your Honor, the pursuit of justice and the protection of the innocent. Neither of these purposes can be met if anything less than the maximum available sentence under the plea agreement is imposed upon Larry for his crimes. Not because the federal sentence he will already serve is lacking, but because the sentence rendered today will send a message across this country, a message to every victim, and a message to every perpetrator. I realize you have many factors to consider when you fashion your sentence, but I submit to you that the permanent question in this case, as you reach a decision about how best to satisfy the dual aims of the court, of this court is the same question that I asked Judge Neff to consider. How much is a little girl, little girl worth? How much is a young woman worth? That was just the opening to her, to it. She then goes on to talk about her abuse from Larry and some other things. Imagine sitting through 209 of those, showing up every day to court for nine days, listening to all of those. And then before we wrap this up, I want to, I'm going to share it. Adam, you need to give me the ability to share if you haven't already. Um, we are going to. I think ahead. Perfect. We are going to There's time for everything. Watch. Uh, at least then end the call. <laughs> we are going to. This is from the YouTube CNN's YouTube channel. It's Larry Nasser sentence. I sign your death warrant. Judge says we're going to watch the video of the judge sentencing Larry Nasser and watch his facial expressions. Your decision to assault was precise, calculated, manipulative devious despicable I don't have to add words because your survivors have said all of that I don't want to repeat it you can't give them back their innocence their youth you can't give a father back his life or one of your victims her life when she took it can't return the daughter to the mother, the father to the daughter. You played on everyone's vulnerability. I'm not vulnerable. Not to you, not to other criminals at that podium. I swore to uphold the Constitution and the law and I am well trained. I know exactly what to do. And at this time, I'm going to do it. And I want you to know, as much as it was my honor and privilege to hear the sister survivors, it is my honor and privilege 
to sentence you. Because, sir, you do not deserve to walk outside of a prison ever again. You have done nothing to control those urges, and anywhere you walk, destruction will occur to those most vulnerable. Now, I am honoring the agreement. I'm also honoring what's been requested of me. And I want you to know, I'm not good at math. I have a cheat sheet. I'm only a lawyer. I know that you have a lot of education in physics and math. But I have a cheat sheet. It is my privilege on counts one, two, five, eight, ten, and eighteen. And 24. I love that you can just hear flipping the pages. Mm -hmm. If I could write shit down. To sentence you to 40 years. And when I look at my cheat sheet, 40 years, just so you know and you can count it off your calendar. <laughs> months. The tail end, because I need to send a message to the parole board in the event. Somehow God is gracious, and I know he is. And you survived the 60 years in federal court first, and then you started my 40 years? You've gone off the page here as to what I'm doing. My page only goes to 100 years. Sir, I'm giving you 175 years which is 2,100 months. <laughs> I've just signed your death warrant. I, I need everyone to be quiet. I sell contempt powers. I told you I'm not nice. I find that you don't get it, that you're a danger. You remain a danger. I'm a judge who believes in life and rehabilitation when rehabilitation is possible. I have many defendants come back here and show me the great things they've done in their lives after probation, after parole. I don't find that's possible with you. I won't make a statement until after the appeal period. And again, if there's any survivor then who, at that point, if somebody wants to talk to me, I'm sure you'll be moved on to another story, but if you're not, Please give your names to uh, the victim's advocate so that I can contact you because please, media, do not contact me on this story without a survivor. It's their story. Siri, play Fuck That Bitch by Bobby Sperta. <laughs> <laughs> That's what just happened to Larry Nasser. I clapped when she said, I just signed your death warrant. Brav yeah. fucking. She, oh. So that Bravo. is considered the sentencing 
of the century is what that is nicknamed is the, the sentencing of a century because she literally tells him i just signed your death warrant when she goes i'm adding 40 on top of your 60 and it goes oh you went off the page you serve 175 years it's like oof not only did you have 100 she just added another 75 because fuck you <laughs> yeah because fuck you that's why so we need to go on to that that is the end of the larry nasser part he gets sentenced he's now in prison um stephen penny they take him in like i said he sits in front of some senators and they ask him questions he pleads the fifth they tell him you should really just like you should talk like it would do a lot for these victims but clearly you're not going to so just leave and he leaves a year later so i don't know how many people know this but uh nick will and i don't know how much you need to know about like understand um it takes a lot for you to get arrested by the u.s marshals oh god (laughs) oh god (laughs) this fucker resigned in 2017 from usag and he got arrested in tennessee by the usa marshals (laughs) so all right so now u.s u.s marshals are essentially they they're the ones that run the witness protection program, think, right? Think yeah, they are. so think of the US Marshals kind of like if you look at like the local seals state of poli- like no 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 so if you look at like the if you look at state police and local police and then you have counties think of the marshals kind of like these the county sheriffs of the entire country. These are the guys that like essentially have jurisdiction everywhere. Uh but only for like certain things and when those certain things enter their jurisdiction buddy you're fucked <laughs> they are so, so so like fbi is known for being very well trained in what they do mm-hmm. the u.s marshals are like take that training and times it by 10 these are like all fucking veterans of like special ops teams mm-hmm. and their only job is like oh you're on our list you're not like just on that list for a while you might get off of it like we are finding you Mm -hmm. because so the picture um we might post it there's a picture of stephen pen uh penny being arrested by the u.s marshals and it is at a cabin in the middle of the woods in tennessee yeah and like fucking gatlinburg or like pigeon (laughs) forge like the number one vacation spot in tennessee you didn't think they were gonna fucking find you there steve yeah like you want to do that? Go into the fucking mountains and try to like live. With I mean, it is people. in like, the mountains. Like it's. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Like I, I one of my. No, I'm saying go to the mountains, like with the feral people, where like no one will find. But you. like, like don't no, Gatlinburg like and Pigeon Forge are in the mountains, but they're like a highly populated touristy area. Like, why the fuck would you get the cabin there? So I'm so, assuming he just thought like he was fine it's been a year he's like ah, uh, marshals marshals are called man hunters for a reason uh hunters of the u.s the, the, oh oh you need to be found we got it we got you so like i said the, the fucking u.s marshals are also in charge of witness protection because they can also make you not found <laughs> you, you can want go, a new name it's like hey uh oh yeah your witness protection like we'll make sure no one ever fucking like tracks you down also at the same time if they have that ability if you don't think that they can also fucking find your ass mm-hmm. so uh if i if i remember correctly the u.s marshals their witness protection program 
has for the people that don't, so the only time people are found in the U.S. Marshals program is when they break their protocols. If the person who's being protected doesn't break their protocols, the U.S. Marshals have a hundred percent success rate. <laughs> yep, it is insane. So fucking watch Justified. It's a great show about U.S. US Marshals. Highly recommended. But yeah, no, it the picture that picture that they have of him being arrested by the U.S. Marshals because they have to take like a picture to identify him like that they have arrested him that got leaked that picture is so sitting on the porch yeah he's sitting on the porch he's hunched over it looks like he's crying into his hands and there's like three u.s marshals behind him like talking on their radios and like he's in handcuffs he's just like oh no i got caught it's like yeah you dumbass you let a fucking organization that just allowed abuse of every sort at that point you just gotta fucking cut your well before the arrest obviously i mean if if you're waiting a year why the fuck are you still in the united states like if he uh he's probably on like a fleet like if he flees i'm pretty sure someone's following him interpol will definitely have his ass there's 100 out from so being like a i don't know he probably has a private jet but i was gonna say if you don't have like a private airport that you can leave out of i'm just saying you're like, gonna be he, caught he was the president of usa gymnastics for yeah. quite a while you don't think he can set up a little pj connection yeah but also like he's the head of usa gymnastics everyone fucking knows him i don't think there's really a way he gets out without someone knowing where he's going yeah I mean, he was also probably point. followed that well i'm not time. and like, i don't want to to be like oh yeah it's like should have got away but i'm just like but i he, don't know there's also the thought process of like if i do that i look guilty as shit so if i just stay here mm-hmm. i'm assuming that's what his thought process was like if i flee the country it looks super bad on my end so he's like if i just stick around i mean like you said I look it. innocent yeah um but the thing i wanted to hit on that i messaged andy this morning i think i think everyone got a huge fuck you and I don't want to like rank them like their victim impact statements, but I think personally, Maggie Nichols got the biggest FU to USA Gymnastics and Larry Nasser. So she she didn't make it to the 2016 Olympic team. She went on to sign with the University of Oklahoma and their gymnastics team. And she went on to in 2017. Oklahoma won their second national title in gymnastics and she won the all around for NCAA gymnastics. And then she went on to win it again next year. She went from like, okay, fuck. I could just walk away from gymnastics This fucked my life. She went on to be like, Hey, look at what you fucking missed and just said, fuck you to all of them and won two fucking single national titles back-to-back, and a team national title. That's the champ champ, motherfucker. That's a <laughs> champ, huge champ. fuck you. She wasn't a was. So there was a thing where um, Simone Biles was doing a sponsored commercial with uh, Hershey's, and she chose Maggie Nichols to be on it because they're good friends. And they say, uh, Stephen Penny called and said she's not allowed to be in that commercial <clears throat> because of the fact that she was under the light because she had the sexual abuse. And then she just goes on to fucking they just NCAA fucking national titles back to back. They did like, their hey, best. No, fuck you. USA Gymnastics tried to cancel her before they got canceled or like do their press to just do their best to just like suppress her and not let her do anything. But like, 
I don't know a lot about the gymnastics world, obviously, besides that USA Gymnastics is fucked up. But so it's like uh, there's like elite gymnastics, which is like all the girls that are, you know, the rich world world champions and going to the Olympics. And then like right under that is college. So Maggie had competed at elite gymnastics for pretty much her not her whole life, life, but like close to it, close to her career, entire career, basically. And for her just to be like, you know what? I'm going to go have fun at the University of Oklahoma uh and just fuck around well not just fuck around obviously she you know put the work in one national championship but it was just it's a great show you what you miss it's just like what okay i can still go do gymnastics and i can go to one of the fucking biggest universities in the country and have a great time so i i I really 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 enjoyed that aspect of it you i mean mad respect how can you not enjoy somebody (laughs) with that kind of story winning winning the natty especially multiple times but on the other end you also have to look at simone biles she was also abused by larry nasser and still shout out to simone i think i said it yeah. i think i said it in the last pod mental health and, I mean, should take priority over whatever yeah, absolutely anybody talking shit about her is you you've got you got fucking issues yourself that you probably need to uh look inward and uh figure out i just i it's... i cannot even imagine the pressure of being on the Olympic stage and not just the Olympic stage being back on the Olympic stage for what the second or third time when you're, you have four or five moves tricks in, in gymnastics uh, named after, named after you. you, you already have this, you've already set this precedent for yourself that you're the best in the world. All and the they're eyes, literally changing the rules because of exactly you. all the eyes in the, uh, not just of America, but of the world on you. Excuse the fuck out of her for, for to put that in perspective. That's like if the NBA switched rules because of MJ being so good. Like that's like them switching the rules in the NFL because Tom Brady's won seven championships. They're just like, oh, by the way, I mean, which they have done because of the tuck rule. Uh, <laughs> rules get changed, but yeah, that's I mean, it, a little bit of a little bit of a light at the end of this tunnel. I mean, there's still people succeeding after everything that happened. <laughs> There's like Rachel Dan Hollander wrote a book, mm-hmm. got it published. She, I hope she's succeeding. Like, I hope they're all succeeding in some way, shape, or form. I hope this didn't like bury them at the bottom. I think she's got three kids and is a teacher in Colorado. I think, I mean, yeah, I hope everyone's thriving in some way, shape, or form after all that. That's a lot to handle, especially at preteen to teenage years. Like, that could possibly just fuck you the rest of your life and it will if you don't have some sort of mental aptitude to just say fuck it and i'm gonna succeed like i'm gonna not let this define me so i mean yeah i mean that's it for larry nasser and i'm gonna i mean also usa gymnastics fuck them but especially stephen penny but fuck stephen penny fuck usag fuck larry nasser fuck the corollis tell us how you really feel andy well, that's how I feel. Yeah, fuck them all. all, right, all right. No, that was it. Yeah, yeah no, that was my victim no, impact statement yeah. for this. <laughs> <laughs> that was fuck you guys for making me sit through this podcast <laughs> two times, not let alone. No, one. don't not. I don't love the topic, but I, I love talking to you guys and and having a good time. Hopefully, the next time I come on the show, we can just bullshit and have a good uh, and time. Have a, yeah, have, we'll bring yeah, on the normal ha, one. Have have a good time, but I useful. I always appreciate this, and I appreciate you guys for thinking of me for this it's definitely stepping outside of 
I want to say my comfort zone, but like just shit that I'm used to. Like I, I do a sports podcast. I don't usually talk yeah. about you know, the nitty gritty, disgusting nitty, nitty shit gritty, that might happen. True crime stuff. So it's, I appreciate you guys for thinking of me, letting me step out of my comfort zone, do something new and have me on for, for a two-part episode. That, I think that's the first time I've ever done that on a podcast. You know, I, you know, I appreciate you. Uh, we are getting down to it though. We got four minutes to football boys. So let's, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. Uh, well, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, like we said, this is like our experimental having a guest on Drunken Juries, and this was just the Olympics was happening. I, was I will like, be, I will like be your the guinea perfect pig. thing. Whatever you need, this I'll just, be your. Experiment. It just fell perfectly. It was like this is like a topic that we can have. Like we know someone who can come on. Like this is something that would be up their alley. I'm sad. I'm sorry if it mentally fucks you up for a while, but no, I'll ne- probably never recover. Yeah. I was I was already fucked mentally before this, so it, it just added to the list. Cool. So you can't pin it back. Uh, on exactly. Us, so. Yeah. It, that's recorded, by the way. So if you ever come out saying, "Well, these guys fucked me up mentally," we can now play that as an Adam. I'm, I'm gonna need you to fix it for me, okay? Say say something oh. different. Michael Phelps. When Michael Phelps. God damn it. Well, yeah. I mean, you two got anything you want to add to this before we get the fuck out? No. Yeah, Michael Phelps. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sad story. It sucks, but justice was served to at least two of these people. So justice was served. Well, I'd like to think it was because those victims got to watch fucking Larry Nasser get locked up and get his death. And a judge get- saying shit that I don't think any judge has really ever yeah, said. Yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> it's least while on TV. There's some closure there. I'm sure not fully because obviously you just wish it it never never ever happened. But yeah. But seriously, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate you. Appreciate this. Go ahead and plug yourself now. I'll go ahead and plug myself again. Uh, if you like having a good time, if you like drinking beer, if you like com- having a good time, not like what we just did. Yeah, it, it's very different from this show. We don't talk about dark shit. Uh, if you like gambling picks, if you like interviews with athletes, bloggers, podcasters, uh, f- fucking whatever, we've talked to musicians, we've talked to Twitch streamers, we've talked to you name it. We, we fucking talk to them. The brew party podcast is for you. I'd love to see you there. Uh, find us on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash the brew party. We are wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, Pandora, Amazon music, Podbean, all that good stuff. Just search the brew party or go to www.thebrewparty.com. It's got links to all of our episodes, ways to listen to them, uh, links to all of our social media ways to support the show. We do have merch. If you're interested, uh, you can go to bonfire.com uh, slash brand dash new dash brew dash party dash merch. Just go to our Twitter, twitter.com slash the brew party. It's got a, it's our pin tweet uh, link to that merch. I know that's a very long, very long link. Thanks to the boys for having me check out the party next week. We have more Maloney's money line, more gambling picks for college football and uh, the NFL and hopefully an interview uh, that I do not have planned yet. So just check it out. <laughs> Check it Perfect. out. Check out the brew party. Join. We all love it. That sounds like us. Join the party. We'd love to have you. All right. And for us, uh, if you go down into the description is our link tree. And then if you go to that, the top link is uh, become a patron. So it will take you to our pod bean at the top right of that is become a patron. Click on that. We have different tiers. One, three, five going all the way up. Um, at the $1 level, you get the Taskmaster special, which Andy was on and blacked out like the rest of us. But I should have won. <laughs> if I would have taken my costume more seriously, I would have won. I did have the best fucking beach costume, though. So.
and Adam, that was wild and Adam watch. saw my ass. And a little more. And a, yeah, little, and a little more. more. Yeah, uh, Tune in for the new Taskmaster special. Maybe you'll see my dick. <laughs> Just kidding. You won't. Hopefully not. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> That's on my OnlyFans. Three dollars. Three dollars tier. You can get the uh, unedited. Version. At the five dollar tier, you get the dick. Uh, also, <laughs> not on the uh, If you go on there, you can look at all the tiers. It will specify. And you can look at my dick. None of them will have Andy's penis. I promise. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it will not. Oh, fuck. We unleash a hundred dollar a month tier. Oh. Maybe. Dick picks all around. Dick picks. <laughs> dick pick uh, season. I might give you my feet. Picks. Oh, I'm into that. I'm into that. Uh, all right, boys. God. I mean, all right. on, that, on that note, uh, Nick. Uh, professionals have Michael standards. Michael Phelps. <laughs> you don't professionals have, have. You're not Michael a professional Phelps. or have standards. So what do you? I, I I actually had a line. Now it's just ruined because Adam's a prick. <laughs> <laughs>